the 37th chapter of the book of Genesis this morning. We are thankful this morning for the beautiful songs and the anointed teaching this morning. We're thankful this morning just to be able to be in His presence. Amen. Yeah, don't you take this thing for granted now. Amen. I just want to be real with you this morning and try to get you to see and understand this morning that if we're not careful, we'll take this thing for granted and uh, we'll, we'll neglect this thing. The book of Genesis this morning, the 37th chapter of the book of Genesis this morning. I'm going to go over to the lapel mic. Uh, Brother Alex, if you're back there this morning, I'm going to go over to the lapel mic, the 37th chapter of the book of Genesis. And we'll begin reading in verse number 1. If you found that this morning, will you say amen? Amen. The Bible says, And Jacob dwelt in the land wherein his father was a stranger, in the land of Canaan. These are the generations of Jacob. Joseph, being 17 years old, was feeding the flock with his brethren. And the lad was with the sons of Balhah, and with the sons of Zilpah, his father's wives. And Joseph brought unto his father their evil report. Now Israel loved Joseph more than all his children, because he was the son of his old age, and he made him a coat of many colors. And when his brethren saw that their father loved him more than all his brethren... They hated him and could not speak peaceably unto him. And Joseph dreamed a dream, and he told it his brothers, or his brethren. And they hated him yet the more. And he said unto them, Here I pray you this dream which I have dreamed. For behold, we were binding sheaves in the field, and lo, my sheaf arose and also stood upright. And behold, your sheaves stood round about and made obeisance to my sheaf. And his brethren said to him, Shalt thou indeed reign over us? Or shalt thou indeed have dominion over us? And they hated him yet the more for his dreams, and for his words. And he dreamed yet another dream, and told it his brethren, and said, Behold, I have dreamed a dream more, and behold, the sun and the moon and the eleven stars made obeisance to me. And he told it his father and to his brethren, and his father rebuked him and said unto him, what is this dream that thou hast dreamed? Shall I and, my, and thy mother and thy brethren indeed come to bow down ourselves to thee, to the earth? And his brethren envied him, but his father observed him. And his brethren went to feed their father's flock in Shechem. You may be seated. Father... Good God in heaven, Lord, as we humbly bow in your presence this hour. Father, I pray this morning, God, you cleanse our minds, empty us of self. I pray, dear God, you'd remove every distracted thought. 
I pray today, dear God, Lord, that you'd speak directly and intentively unto each and every one of us. Lord God, I pray this morning, Lord, that you'd hide me behind the shadow of the cross. I pray this morning you'd hide me in the cliff of thy rock. Cover me there with thy hand while your glory passes by. I pray this morning men and women would not hear me or see me, but Lord God, that you'd do the preaching. Lord God, you'd say what needs to be said. I pray today, God, you'd hoe in our garden patches, cut off our sucker branches. I pray to God that you would bust up our fallow ground. Lord God, I pray tonight, dear God, Lord, that you'd minister unto each and every one of us. Lord God, I pray, dear God, for the young people. Lord God, I pray this morning you'd love on them, minister directly to them as well. And Heavenly Father, I pray today the Holy Spirit of God would do business with each of us. Lord God, I pray today, Lord God, that you'd save the sinner, reclaim the backslider, and encourage the child of God. Lord, we give you honor and glory. Help us today, dear God, we pray in Jesus' precious name. Together the church says... Amen and amen. If we can, if we can this morning, we'd like to uh, look this morning at we if we can this morning uh, at this uh, verse number five. Uh, the Bible says, "And Joseph dreamed a dream, uh, and he told it his brethren, uh, and they hated him yet the more." Uh, then this morning, I want you to look in verse number eight. And his brethren said unto him, Shalt thou indeed reign over us, or shalt thou indeed have dominion over us? And they hated him yet the more for his dreams and for his words. This morning we think back unto the time when Martin Luther King, he gave a speech I have a dream. And I know where he's, what his speech was about. I know this morning the great conflict of the civil rights movement I grown up this morning in the midst of racial tension in my school as I went to middle school. It wasn't called middle Middle schools called junior high. I knew what it was to see elementary kids fighting over race and high school conflict. Honey, but I want you to know this morning that we ought to have a dream. We ought to be able this morning to realize, honey, that every single one of us has got a dream. You say, preacher, I don't have a dream anymore. Listen to what I'm telling you this morning. I thought when all of us were younger, maybe. Every one of us had great aspirations. We had great desires that when we got older, we were going to have this or we were going to do that. Amen. I want you to know this morning that the drunkard laying in a ditch this morning on the side of the road, I do not believe that when he was a seven-year-old young man, I do not believe that he had a dream of being a drunkard laying in a ditch. Amen. Let's think this morning about the problem on the street I want you to know this morning I believe that at one time she had a dream I do not believe this morning that her dream was to grow up and to be a prostitute and to sell her body and to have herself violated no sir I believe she might have had a dream she might have had a dream that she was going to marry a young man 
They were going to have many kids together and they were going to live a long life together. Hey, can I tell you this morning, honey, that we need to keep our dream. Can I tell you this morning, honey, that I believe this morning that the young woman, honey, that's living on the street corner today, going around from dealer to dealer. Amen. I do not believe this morning that her dream, honey, was to end up like she's living today. Honey, but I want you to know this morning, honey, you might be here and maybe you used to have a dream. Honey, listen, I'd like this morning to take a thought. Honey, don't let the devil destroy your dreams. You realize this morning some of the meanest people on the place of the planet Earth is church people. Amen. I mean, listen, it's one thing this morning for God to save somebody. Amen. I believe this morning that some of the rudest people, amen, on planet Earth are church gone people. Now, listen, I didn't aim to come up here and to ruffle your feathers, but I aim to preach the Word of God. Amen. We know this morning, honey, that some have said that are, that are hostesses, who are waiters and waitresses, honey, that the Sunday church crowd is the rudest crowd that they have all week. Amen. What do you mean this morning, preacher? I want you to know this morning that it's all right, honey, to be able to be real one with another. It's all right to realize, honey, that we might be going through hardship. We may be going through a battle. Honey, I want you to know this morning, honey, we've got to encourage one another. We've got to lift one another up. Honey, we are our brother's keeper according to the Word of God. I want you to know this morning, honey, that when God saved you, I want you to know this morning He put a new heart in you. He wrote your name in the Lamb's book of life. Honey, but there can be a spirit of bitterness, a spirit of jealousy. Amen. An evil spirit that will minister unto you. And before long, you're angry at the world and you don't want to see anybody succeed. You say, preacher, I, I'm not quite sure I understand what you're preaching this morning. I, I want you to know this morning that there is a, a devil in hell I, and he'll do everything that he can I, and he to destroy your dream. I, I want you to know this morning, yes sir, I, I want you to know this morning, I, honey, that the devil will use, uh, amen, uh, a church folk. Uh, the devil will use common folk, uh, honey, to discourage, uh, uh, preach the message, uh, several years ago called a devil called discouragement I want you to know this morning honey there is a depression honey that is upon this world honey I've never seen teenagers suffer with anxiety like they are in 2023 amen I've never seen homes divided the way that they're divided today hey can I tell you if there's ever been a time honey that we get back to the family altar uh, if there's ever been a time uh, honey that we grab one another uh, and encourage one another uh, honey we need to pull together now uh, because the devil uh, is trying to destroy uh, uh, young men and young women today 
I have a dream. Amen. I have a dream. I want you to know this morning, honey, that Brother Joseph, he rose up, honey, above his brethren. Thank God this morning he didn't do it on purpose. Honey, but God spoke to him. Amen. And gave him a dream. He said we were in the field, binding our sheaves together. And my sheaf arose up against your sheaves. Amen. And you understand this morning his brethren got jealous. His brother got his brethren got a little bit angry with him. I want you to know this morning, church, as we've gathered together today, we ought not be jealous of somebody else. We ought not covet what somebody else has got. I'm preaching today. Honey, we need not put our eyes on them. We need to put our eyes on the Lord. Amen. And we need to get alone with him and say, Lord, will you bless him? Will you bless her? God, I see you've been good to them. Will you be even gooder to them? Will you give them more than they've got today? Neighbor, we need to quit looking at what everybody else has got and get angry. But we need to look and get thankful for God has been good to them. I want you to know today, church, just because you think it doesn't mean you got to say it. Just because you devise it doesn't mean you have to do it. (laughs) I want you to know this morning that if there's ever been a time in my lifetime honey, where a nation is divided against one another amen in the last six years amen we've seen division eight years we've seen a spirit of division come across this nation amen and we say well it's politics well let me say this amen the root of the problem is sin amen we don't have a gun problem in America we've got a sin problem We don't have a drug problem in America. We've got a sin problem. Amen. We don't have an adultery problem in America. It's a sin problem. We don't have a pornography problem in America. It's a sin problem. And the devil came to steal, to kill, and to destroy. But thank God Jesus, the Son of Man came to give life and to give it more abundantly. I want us to understand today, honey, what is going on in this world we're living in. If your marriage can be separated, then the devil's happy. Uh, Listen, I believe that every one of us, amen, at one time or another had a dream about growing up and getting married and having a long family together. Amen, listen to me. I believe this morning, honey, that the devil came to separate husbands from wives. That was his first attack, church. Back there in the book of Genesis chapter 3, he divided the marriage, amen. He divided the union from the Lord. Listen to what I'm telling you today. Amen. The Bible teaches this morning, honey, that the devil came to steal. And you know this morning what he wants to steal. He wants to steal everything you've got. And I want you to realize this morning, honey, that if you had a dream, it's all right to keep dreaming. Amen. I had a dream. Amen. 
Amen. Listen to me a minute. I want you to know this morning that Joseph had a dream. Anybody listen? This life is hard. Life is real. Amen. It seems like after one thing comes another. It seems like this problem. You saw this one and then another problem comes. Don't lose your dream. Don't quit marching toward the goal. Don't quit going toward home. Listen, when you got saved, when you got born again, you should have gotten a dream to go to heaven one day. Joseph, according to the word of God, the Bible teaches that he was the favorite son, amen, of Jacob. And according to the word of God, the Bible teaches that Jacob took him one day and made him a coat of many colors. And the Bible teaches that his brethren was, amen, jealous of him. They, they hated him, amen. They could not speak peaceably unto him according to the word of God. And I want you to know this morning, all of his brethren went down there to Shechem according to the word of God. Now listen to me a minute church. I want you to know this morning, honey, that according to the word of God, Jeremiah 29 and 11 says, For I know the thoughts that I think toward you, saith the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil to give you an expected end. Let me just say this this morning. I do not believe that that when we dream, I do not believe that we see all of the intricate details. Amen. I do not believe that we see all of the steps, honey, that we are going to have to go through in order to realize our dream. Let me explain what I mean by that. I thank God. Honey, whenever I got saved, amen, listen to me. I was saved at a very young age in Bible school. Listen a minute. I backslid on the Lord, turned my back on Him. I walked Walked away from him. Then in July of 96, thank the Lord, under conviction, broken and beaten down, I came to an altar, thank God, with a broken heart and a contrite spirit. And he took me back. Thank God. He forgave me. Amen. He washed me. Does not the Bible says, honey, that if you confess your sins unto him, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins. I did not understand all of the steps that it would take. But whenever I came back to the Lord, I had a dream of going to heaven one day. Amen. I had a dream of escaping hell. I had a dream that I wouldn't have to go to that place where the worm died not. I had a dream that I'd not have to go to that place where there's weeping and wailing and gnashing. I had a dream. Thank God he got me out of hell and I was going to get to go to heaven but what I did not know was all of the turns all of the twists all of the ups and all of the downs on this journey before I realized that dream well I wish you'd hear me this morning I haven't yet seen my dream accomplished, but I believe I will. (laughs) 
I don't know what else I'm going to have to go through. I don't know what kind of hill I'm going to have to climb, Brother Mike. Brother Dennis, I don't know what kind of valley I'm going to have to go through. I mean, you understand, I don't know what kind of turn. Life's just ahead. But i got to keep dreaming that one day, amen, when this life is over, I'm going to hear, well done, my good and faithful servant. Thank God I've got a dream. Don't lose your dream today. It's real easy to give up. It's real easy to throw in the towel. It's real easy, maybe. You got a dream of going to heaven. It's real easy. Maybe you get in this turn and think, oh, God, I see that mountain and I don't think I can climb that mountain. And it's real easy just to throw in the towel. I mean, it's real easy just to back off and let the world go on. And before long, we lose sight of our dream. Amen. Before long, we forgot what God saved us from. Before long, we forgot what God saved us to. And before long, we forgot what God saved us through. Amen. We get our eyes focused on the here and now. Oh, my. What do you mean, preacher? I want you to know right now, honey, that we look at the Word of God and we see all these great things. And listen, I'm glad, honey, that one day, oh, death is going to be conquered. I'm glad that arthritis is going to be whipped. I'm glad that cancer is going to be destroyed. I'm glad there'll be no more heart attacks. I'm glad there'll be no more strokes. I'm glad there'll be no more divorce. No more separation. I'm glad there'll be no more sin. But while we're here, don't lose your dream. Don't forget what you saw when you got started on this journey. It's real easy, church. It's real easy to get discouraged. It's real easy to say, well, I just don't feel like going today. It's real easy to say, well... Let somebody else do it. Now listen to me this morning. Joseph had a dream. Listen, I'll try to hurry. Joseph had a dream. According to the word of God, Joseph saw honey, his sheep rise against the other sheaves. Amen. And they bowed. Amen. Joseph may not have knew what that was, but he had a dream. Then, thank God, we see that Joseph had another dream. He told his father about, thank God. Amen. His brethren, thank God this morning in a dream, yet another dream in verse 9. And told it his brethren and said, Behold, I dreamed a dream more. And behold, the sun and the moon and the eleven stars made obeisance unto me. A preacher, what are you saying this morning? What I'm saying this morning is you don't know what's up ahead. You do not know the next journey. You do not know the next curve in the road. You do not know the next time that the doctors call. You do not know. Listen to what I'm telling you this morning. You do not want know what you're going to go through this week. But don't lose the dream. Don't give up. Don't quit. Because if God puts you on this journey, God has given you everything that it takes to finish the road home. Joseph said, I had a dream. And he told these dreams. Now listen to me. Follow along with me this morning if you will. Amen. Look with me in chapter 37 and verse 24. Joseph's daddy, Jacob, sent him down there to Shechem 
out of the land of Canaan, down there from Hebron, to find his brothers and to see if it was all well with them. Listen, and the Bible says, look in verse 23 and 24. And it came to pass when Joseph was come unto his brethren that they stripped Joseph out of his coat. They were angry because daddy made him that coat. His coat of many colors was on him. And they took him and cast him into a pit. Is that what your book says? You say, preacher, what's that mean? Amen. They were trying to isolate him. They were trying to put him in a place, amen, where he couldn't get any help. They were trying to, amen, they were angry with him. They were jealous of him. They coveted the relationship, honey, that he had with his daddy. Honey, in the Bible said, they put him in a pit, and the pit was empty. Listen to these next few words. There was no water in it. Hey, do you know what the water represents in the Word of God? Amen. The water represents the word of God they put him in a pit amen where the word of God was not known they put him in a pit where there was no water they put him in a pit of isolation they put him in a pit where he couldn't get no help hey but Joseph had a dream but now his dream had ended him up in a pit preacher what are you saying you do not know what you're going to go through this week but don't lose your dream you do not know the giant you're going to have to face this week, but don't lose your dream. Listen, listen, listen. You say, preacher, I'm not in a pit this morning. You may not be in a physical pit, but I believe there's many of you here this morning that are in an emotional pit. I believe there's some here this morning in a pit of isolation. We've built walls up. We don't want anybody to hurt us. We don't want to get close to anybody, so we've separated ourselves. We built these walls and said, they can come this far, but they can't come any farther. I'm protected here. Man, y'all looking at me like a calf looking at a new gate this morning. Listen to what I'm preaching to you this morning. I'm trying to tell you this morning, don't lose your dream. No matter what you face, no matter what kind of pit you find yourself in this morning, don't give up. Let's find where Joseph, what happens after the pit. The Bible says, honey, that his brother said, let's take and sell him to a band of Ishmaelites. And according to the word of God, they sold him into bondage. And you know where he ended up? He ended up down there in Potiphar's house. Now listen to me this morning. Potiphar was an Egyptian, a servant of Pharaoh. Now listen to me. I want you to know that he ended up as a servant unto Potiphar. He was sold into bondage, yet he had a dream. He was now in a place where he had to serve Potiphar. Egypt represents the world. Amen, Egyptians, amen. Uh, biblically represent the sinful man. Amen, listen to me this morning. The Bible teaches that, amen, that God honored Joseph uh, even down there in Potiphar's house. Uh, and God bless everything that Joseph did. Uh, amen, I believe Potiphar looked. Uh, I believe that he looked at what Joseph was doing uh, and how everything that Joseph did, uh, how that it prospered. Uh, then one day, here come Potiphar's wife. Want to lay with him. Listen to what the preacher's telling you this morning. You don't know what you're going to face this week, but don't lose your dream. Amen. He came out of the pit, 
He's down down there in Potiphar's house. He's probably thinking it's got to get better, amen. Then this woman, amen, she wanted him and wanted him and wanted him, amen. But Joseph, I believe, was a godly man, Brother Ricky. Amen. He said, nay, this thing cannot be so. And according to the word of God, she took her hands, laid it on his robe. He took off. Amen. Listen. Amen. Then she told a lie on him. You ever had somebody lie on you? I'll be honest with you. Them's fighting words. I'm speaking in the flesh a little bit, okay? You pray for me, Brother Jeff. Amen. I mean, you understand this morning, you can, you can do anything you want to do to me, but don't you tell something that's not true. Potiphar took him, and you know what he did? He cast him into Pharaoh's prison. So we've seen, listen, we've seen at the beginning, Joseph had a dream. But now here we find Joseph, he left, he was put in a pit. He was sold into bondage. Now he was down at Potiphar's house. He thought things have got to be getting better. Now this woman's lied on me, and here I am in the midst of this pit. Well, let's be honest. I don't believe they had the internet I don't believe that Joseph had the opportunity to earn a college degree in prison. I believe they was rats in that prison. I believe he was shackled in that prison. I believe it was damp. Amen. I believe it was dingy. Amen. You watched this morning what he did. I want you to know there was a cupbearer, the chief butler. Amen. I want you to know this morning, honey, the chief baker was there. I want you to understand this morning all that Joseph had been through, but he had a dream. Don't lose your dream. Listen to me. Don't lose your dream. Just because life has provided you some lemons, don't give up. Just because that you've encountered some problems in life and you feel like throwing in the towel, don't quit. Don't forget your dream. According to the Word of God, listen, oh, Brother Joseph, even down there in the prison, I believe the chief captain of the guard, amen, saw that Joseph was a godly man and gave him privileges above all the others. Listen to me. Even down there in the midst of that prison, Joseph had a dream. You say, preacher, listen, let's just be real. I've been through so much this morning. I've been through so many storms. My family's been through so many storms. My home's been through so many storms. I have forgotten my dream. Let's be honest, preacher. I've been in the pit of emotional device. I've been in the pit of depression. Preacher, listen, let's just be real this morning. I've been held prisoner in my own prison. Preacher, I can't even tell you what my dream was about. Listen to me. As I told you a while ago, the, di- the Bible said that the devil, the, amen, the thief cometh not but for to steal, to kill, and to destroy. He ain't going to stop until he's robbed you of everything you've got. Don't lose your dream. You say, preacher, I, I don't feel like I've got anything left. You're still breathing. You say, preacher, I, I felt like I'm doing a little better than I was. I feel like I've got out of my prison. 
I feel like that I've got out of my pit. I think it's going to be okay. Let's just stop right here. You better be sure that the lifeline you received when you were in the pit is of God. Joseph had a dream. According to the word of God, that chief butler and chief baker, they also had dreams. Amen. And the Bible teaches that Joseph interpreted their dreams. He did the chief butler first, I believe it was. Amen. He saw that that dream was good. Amen. How he was going to be restored into Pharaoh. Amen. Then the chief baker, listen to me. Amen. He thought, well, since that one was good, I'll just ask him about mine. Amen. Hey, listen. And that dream that Joseph interpreted was not good. Amen. He was going to be destroyed. He was going to be hanged from a tree. The fowl was going to eat the flesh off of his body. Listen to me this morning, honey, that Joseph told the chief butler, when you're restored to Pharaoh, don't forget about me. You ever feel like you've just gone so low and so far in the pit and so dark in the dungeon that everybody's forgot about you? I mean, you ever been there? I have. Listen, I'm I'm being honest with you. I'm trying to be transparent with you. I'm trying to be as real with you as I can. Life is hard. I mean, there's some decisions, there's some consequences that we have to face that are not easy. Joseph down there in that pit. Joseph down there in Potiphar's house. And Joseph down there in that prison. The chief butler just got restored to Pharaoh. And forgot about Joseph. You ever felt like a friend has done you wrong? You ever felt like somebody that you had faith in has let you down? Listen to what I'm telling you this morning. Joseph had a dream. Maybe you had a dream. Maybe you forgot your dream because you've been hurt. Maybe you forgot your dream because you've been beat down. Maybe you forgot your dream because you've been burdened down. Listen to me this morning. It wasn't long until Pharaoh had a dream. Amen. Amen. All those around Pharaoh couldn't interpret it. Then thank God by the grace of God, the chief butler said, I know a man. Amen. He's down there in the dungeon. He's down there in the prison. You know what they did? Pharaoh sent for him. Now listen what Joseph did. He had to clean himself up. Amen. Bible said he had to shave his beard. I believe this morning that that tells us he'd been down there so long and neglected so long that maybe he started thinking, now listen, I'll give you a little bit of Robbieology. If Joseph was anything like you or me, maybe Joseph had forgotten his own dream. Maybe Joseph was so discouraged and so depressed, his family turned him back on him, cast him in a pit, Sold him into bondage. His friend, uh, hey man, listen, his employer turned their back on him. His friend down there in the prison turned their back on him. Maybe he was so discouraged. He thought, what's the use? I'm just going to stop dreaming. Laying down there in the bottom of that prison. Just giving up. But then he hears a call. Hey man, here's the rattling of the door. And the gate opens. 
opens wide. <laughs> Glory, can I tell you one day, honey, they're going to swing by, swing wide the gates and the church is going to enter in. Don't lose your dream. Don't give up. Listen, I don't know what you're going through this morning, but I want you to know God ain't forgot about you. God ain't give up on you. Amen. God ain't threw out the towel on you. So don't you quit. Don't forget your dream. According to the word of God, listen, we find Joseph, he went to the pit. He went to Potiphar's house. He went to the prison. Then we finally see Joseph made it to the principal seat. Second in charge over the entire land. Amen. Then God gave him another vision that there was going to be a famine. Seven years of good and seven years of bad. According to the word of God, Joseph told that unto Pharaoh. Amen. And they grew and grew and grew. They bought and bought and bought until they owned the entire nation of Egypt. According to the word of God, Pharaoh had it all. Listen to me. I want you to know this morning, honey, that Joseph had already arrived at his dream. He had already rose up in such power. But Joseph did not know in his dream that he'd have to go through the prison. He did not know he'd have to go through Potiphar's house. He did not know he'd have to go through the pit. But Joseph arrived at his dream. Hey church, don't give up. No matter what circumstances you're going through, don't lose your dream. I intend to make it to heaven. I'd love to change some consequences. Amen. I'd love to change some things in my life. I'd love to go by Colleen and make them a little better. But we can't. That's our prison. That's our Potiphar's house. That's our pit. We don't know what we're going to have to encounter. We don't know what we're going to have to go through. But don't stop dreaming. You know what I dream of? I dream of a land where we'll never grow old. Charlie Douglas, Ricky, you remember Charlie laying in that hospital bed and he said, I see a choir. Rods, were y'all there at that time? He said, I see a choir as far as you can see. Amen. Dottie said, go on, Charlie. You listen to me this morning. I don't know what you're going through. I don't know what stage of your life you're in. But don't stop dreaming. God ain't give up on you. And don't you give up on God. Stand with us this morning. Come on, girls, please. Listen, while heads are bowed and eyes are closed, Brother Alex, if you're back there, I want to go to the, the pulpit mic. If you'll give me a little bit of volume, please. Thank you. While heads are bowed and eyes are closed, Brother Andrew, as you would, when you get ready, would you start playing softly? Maybe you're here this morning. Maybe you're discouraged. Maybe you're here this morning and you just feel like you've been so beat down. You may be thinking, what's the use? Maybe you feel like this morning nobody cares. I want you to know this morning, God ain't forgot about you. God ain't quit on you. 
Don't you quit on him. You say, preacher, I'm in that prison right now. And I need him to rescue me. You ever wonder why? If God is God, and God showed Joseph those dreams, why God just didn't raise him up two days later, three days later? Why did God allow him to go into the pit? Why did God allow him to go into Potiphar's house? Why did God allow him to spend time in the prison? I'll tell you why. I believe God was preparing Joseph for the final chapter of his dream.